0: I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast. Far too often, as cold cases scatter the headlines, the victim at the heart of the investigation gets forgotten. Behind the scenes, families are left devastated by the loss of a loved one as they search for answers and justice. Time and amplification are two important factors when it comes to closing these cases. However, gaining access to resources that help keep the momentum is difficult. That's why one organization is working to change things. A Voice for the Voiceless is a nonprofit dedicated to raising awareness for victims and bringing hope to families impacted by tragedy. Missing persons flyer creation, volunteer services, community vigil events, And the creation of online awareness campaigns are just some of the ways that they aim to offer support to the ones that need it. Whitney Sitch is the founder and director of A Voice for the Voiceless. She joins me today to share more about her amazing nonprofit and how it provides assistance for families and communities across the country. Whitney, thank you so much for joining me today. Tell me about what led you to create A Voice for the Voiceless.
1: Thank you so much, Emily, for having me today. I'm grateful to be here talking to you about Voice for the Voiceless. Um, basically, it started out in 2020. Um, as far back as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a helper. And so um, my mission, I, I had an interest in true crime and you know, people were talking about cases and missing people. And so I created a group um, with an admin team the group now boasts twenty five thousand members and a lot of the members of those of the group that was one of our first groups um a lot of those members are families of missing people and they need help and so we quickly realized that we needed more than just a place to discuss cases and i got involved with a lot of these families and i would wake up in the middle of the night to messages saying please help me and so that's when we realized that we needed more resources than um, being an online Facebook group. By the way, that group is called Ramblings from a Rabbit Hole. And it's like, it's our true crime sisters. It's our our little admin team. We call ourselves true crime sisters. Um, but we formed, I formed a nonprofit along with some amazing humans that have joined me. And we help missing families, missing people. We support them. We do a ton of work. We design and we print and we spread flyers. Uh, We assist trafficking and abuse victims. Sometimes we help bring them home if they don't have transportation or resources. We provide mental health support. I actually have some really amazing people on my team that are licensed mental health therapists. I have retired law enforcement on my team as well. So they help with making sure that we're always up to par and doing the right thing to support law enforcement. And most importantly, we help forum searches and find rescue and things like that. Yeah. Uh,
0: What an incredible constellation of services and resources that you provide. And not only for the families of victims, but for law enforcement also, which is really incredible that you do both and bridge both. So what are some of the biggest resources then that you've noticed that are lacking when it comes to missing persons and cold cases?
1: I think that's one of the most important things is that People want to complain sometimes about law enforcement or what they're not doing, but they don't seem to understand that law enforcement only has so many resources. So not every law enforcement department has a social media manager. They don't have someone that's able to sit there and design flyers and spread the word. So that's something that we do. Um, So when it comes to cold cases, that's a great question. We work with families and um, something that's really important to us we do vigils um, where we have candlelight vigils. You know, People come together with candles and, and posters and just the warmth of their hearts with hot chocolate. You know, Long story short, I mean, we do what we can to keep a person's name in the forefront of your mind and your hearts. So as far as the cold cases, that's one of the most important parts is just supporting law enforcement and doing the things that they don't have the resources to do to keep humans involved in the searches and awareness.
0: So digging into what it looks like on your end, you've described a few of your team members, but um, give us some more detail. What does the team look like comprehensively? How big is your organization? Um, Uh, What more are you looking at to incorporate or absorb?
1: So our core base of team members, we have approximately 30 people that I talk to daily basis. We have our team conversations. Um, and like I said, you know, we have mental health workers. We have retired law enforcement. We have mamas that are just stay at home moms that are like, what can I do right now to help, you know? And so that's what we have. And they do everything, anything that we need, um, but some of us, we we design flyers and we print the flyers and we go to that location and we canvas flyers. Some of us are online at home and we just manage groups. We have over 100 groups for missing people because basically once he, the police have shared a missing person flyer um, or shared just the case, or if a family has come to us, we create a group and it's a place to discuss the case, but more importantly, support the family and dispel and misinformation. You wanna keep the facts straight so that there's not wild speculation. So my team looks like 30 people, give or take it some days, doing everything that we can to bring home missing people. And so
0: on that note, so you mentioned combating or dispelling misinformation. Talk to us about the challenges of doing this in current times. You know, what's, what's a big, bigger challenge? lack of resources, too many people sometimes helping like when a when a falsity catches like wildfire when a rumor spreads is that harder to combat. You know, talk to us about the realities and the challenges that you face of people trying to help with well intentions, but when yeah. misinformation gets amplified, I could imagine that that makes your job all the harder.
1: Personally, with our organization, we haven't run into issues with it. We've been very fortunate We stay, you know, above, I don't know what the word is right now, but um, we, we try our best to stay exactly with what the family is telling us. Um, what the police are telling us. But we have seen things like a child with autism went missing. It was a child, he went missing, um, um, but he was found located alive. But in the meantime, from when he went missing to when he was found, the internet went crazy, completely destroying the parents and saying the parents did it and this is a hoax. And they, you know, there was just wild speculation. And that not only takes away from the search and the investigation, but it breaks down the family in the meantime. And I think the most important thing is to support a family at their darkest hour. And that's really that's that's what my goal personally. That's why I created this organization was to be a support person so that people know that they're not alone. They don't have to be in the dark like I can hold their hand through the Internet or if they're local to me, I will literally go and hold their hand. And I've done that. Um, I get emotional thinking about it uh, because you're looking at someone looking at a flyer and you're not positive that they're going to be home. But you want to know that you're doing everything possible because that could be your missing person. That could be your daughter, your son. Um, So the speculation and things like that, sometimes speculating can be great and helpful. And yes, true crime is interesting and it can be entertaining. But when it Travels like wildfire without being confirmed. It's extremely damaging, and it takes away from the investigation.
0: We're going to take a quick break. More from our guest after this. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think.
1: Listen live or get the podcast now at Briankilmeadshow.com.:
0: Whitney, I understand there have been updates and arrests In a lot of the cases that you've worked directly on. So, I would love to hear about, for example, the Leela Cavett case and and where that stands today.
1: Okay. So, Leela Cavett was a woman, a mother who went missing in 2020. I am located in South Florida. And the way I learned of her case was a two year old was found wandering in South Florida by himself in a diaper. And everyone wanted to know who the mother of this child is. Where's the mother? Where, you know, why is this? little boy wandering around in our community. And at the time I had a I had a mom group, which I still do. And we have um, upwards of 10,000 members in there, 10,000 concerned moms. So we started circulating that flyer and it was a picture of the little boy um, and he's alive and he's thriving today. But unfortunately, Lila, um is presumed deceased. And per- it's a homicide um, because we they were able to locate the suspect. And there were a lot of things that we found because we created a facebook group uh for leela cabot and it grew rapidly i think there are at least twelve thousand people in that group now um it was a sleuthing group it's a search group it was a vigil group it was an everything group that you can think of i was recovering from a massive stroke i was literally learning to walk and talk again um and so i was home and we also had the pandemic going on so i was spearheading searches to gas stations and places like that. Um, and also circulating flyers. And one of the main things that we found in the group, a member discovered that the suspect, um, his name is Shannon Ryan. He had made a Facebook post about Leela and he then edited her name out. But when you looked at the Facebook history, we look, we learned that Leela's name had been edited out and he had been with her and he had tagged her in a post and then removed it after everyone realized Leela was missing. So that was submitted to the FBI. On top of that, a lot of surveillance was uncovered of the two of them together prior to her being deceased. And as far as the details of the case, there are some things that are not publicly disclosed, but they did find, you know, blood in his vehicle. They did have surveillance of him throwing her belongings away in a dumpster at a at a convenience store so there was a lot that was uncovered and he is um he's in jail and he's awaiting trial and they keep pushing it back but we're there's a huge following and a huge community that we call ourselves Leela's army and you know we just want justice for her and for her, her, her poor son but he's thriving he's with his family he's in good hands now and that's her story but it continues
0: so what does that feel like for you and you know, you you shared with us your calling to help others and especially yeah. in the true crime sector. So with a case like this, of which there are many examples where you have truly made a difference, what does that feel like? We know we don't have a conviction yet, but at the
1: same time, describe for us what that feels. I mean, for lack of a better word, um, I mean, it's extremely emotional. You know, you feel for the family. You don't want them to ever feel alone. Um, they need to feel some sort of hope, even though, you know, they know that Leela might is, that she's gone. So it feels good to know that there are answers, but you also want justice, but it gives you encouragement to continue helping others because you know that you can find answers. You know that you can help and that's it. It just kind of gives you perseverance to go on to help other families.
0: And so on, on that note, you have a ton of active cases that you're providing assistance yeah. for today, including the missing Ashley Turcott. What can you uh, share yes. about that case?
1: Um, so Ashley Turcott, she's 31. Um, she went missing from New Hampshire, um, a small town called Barnstead. And so it it's not looking like there was foul play. Police are not giving an indication of foul play. Um, They have an idea where they think she might be found. So with that being said, they're asking for the public not to search on their own right now because A, the elements and the weather, it's not safe, Um, but B, let the officials do their job. There are actual people out there every single day with dogs and drones and on foot and in in this rough terrain and bad weather, searching for Ashley. So, you know, I'm very close with her family. I talked to her whole family. Um, And every single day they're just waiting and praying and they're out there hoping to find Ashley. I mean, her her car was found near Town Hall. It's a small town and she left all of her belongings behind in the car, including her wallet, her car keys. So, I mean, the question just is, where can we find Ashley? And that's what they're working to do right now. And we're supporting those efforts and supporting the family so that they don't have to fight with the Internet during the hardest time of their life.
0: And to be clear, so she went missing January 4th, 2024 at her Um, home in Barnstead, New Hampshire. So this is a very recent and fresh case. How did the family, did the family then contact you? Or when things like this happen, are there also a fair amount where you proactively reach out to the family?
1: In this specific case uh, with Ashley Turcotte, um, someone the family friend, it was a very close family friend said one of my best friends, her daughter is missing. They need your help. And so I asked, so I was connected with her mother and I said, I'm Whitney. I'm with the voice for the voiceless. Um, I want to know if I can help you. Here's what I can do. You know, I don't want to be a burden. And she said, please help. (laughs) And we started helping immediately and we created a vigil within 24 hours. We had 50 people, um, 50 people attending and uh, over 150 people online participating in the vigil at the Barnstead Elementary School. And I talk to the family every day and we get up. We give each other updates and I give them encouragement to the best of my abilities, you know, in this hard time. And we're just doing what we can creating campaigns. uh, Right now we're doing teal for Ashley because her favorite color is teal. Um, so the actual town hall and the police department lit up their entire location with teal lights, like um, uplighting. So right now the town is teal for Ashley until they bring her home. It's an amazing thing to see. I, I've been blown away by their support.
0: Mm, that's incredible. How can listeners get involved, um, both in this case, let's say, for example, uh, notwithstanding where you said for right now to to not search yeah. on their own, but, and in general, how can people support a voice for the voiceless and all of these different armies that you've created and, and spearheaded there? How can listeners support? Um.
1: So for everyone that is listening that wants to support, you know, the missing person community and help with awareness, uh, number one, please visit A Voice for the Voiceless website. Um, Our website is www.avftv.com. So it's the letters for A Voice for the Voiceless. Um, So please visit our website. We have um, 50 states worth of flyers that we please encourage you to download and share. But as far as Ashley's case, we asked you to share the flyer. And with other cases, there are searches available. We have True Crime Sisters um, Facebook groups. And in those groups, you can search for groups. And we have groups for missing people where you can actually take part in things like searches and vigils and all kinds of things. But please find our socials. Um, for Voice for the Voiceless and True Crime Sisters, but mainly our website gives you everything. And we also have a link for volunteers. Um, You know, if you'd like to apply as a volunteer, we're always looking for help um, with our team. So, you know, we appreciate everything and, you know, follow what the police are saying, because that's who we are supporting.
0: Thank you so much, Whitney. Thank you for all that you do and your selfless service to others. You're making such a difference in their lives and in um, all of these cases, is there anything else that you want to share with listeners today?
1: I just think that the most important part is the multiplier effect. You have to think about the fact that even if you're not in the location where there's a missing person, you might look at a flyer and say, Oh, I don't live there. It doesn't matter to me. I think it's really important to remember that awareness matters. And with missing person flyers, the idea is is that more people, the more people that come across it and share the flyer the more information about the missing person spreads. And then this wider sharing increases the likelihood of someone else seeing the flyer or they might have a tip or they might have a sighting. I have cases all the time where we make a flyer and within 24 hours, someone has seen that person. We've had over upwards of 415 cases and we've had upwards of 230, maybe more um, located alive. So share flyers, awareness matters. Um, Please come find our website and our social media. That's amazing,
0: Whitney. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for joining us today. We are here anytime you have updates or cases that you're working on to help spread the word.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate talking to you today. Thank you for bringing awareness.
0: To hear more stories like this, you can listen to our past episodes on the Fox True Crime Podcast. Go to foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts to listen and subscribe. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. If you have a story or topic you want to hear on the show, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at truecrimepodcast at fox.com.